This is the Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome back to the Walking Dead UK podcast. I'm your host Matthew, or Matt for short. Joining me today is Stefan. Hello. How are you? You alright? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Great, good. Uh, and Ash as well, um, my two co-hosts today. How are you, Ash? I'm good, thanks. Good. Um, so this um, is a review for Season 6, Episode 12, which was called Not Yet Tomorrow for the Walking Dead Season 6. Um, so let's get straight into our recap. We open up with... Um, scene with Carol, she's making cookies, uh, she's kind of getting famous for doing that, um, yep. she's making them with like acorns or something, I didn't pay too much attention to this, and chestnuts or something wasn't it, yeah could she see him taking them the cooker and it's like what's going on, yeah um, so she's making those and um, she also comes across the zombie uh, and she has this quite long like knife thing with her, it's not yeah. like her knuckle duster knife <laughs> thing, which yeah. that she has. Um, and uh, some people say that this zombie looks like something from Corpse Bride. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that film. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, yeah. No, I've not, I've not heard of that. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you're joking. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, she like slices a zombie like down the forehead, gets blood all over her. Um, with uh, what do you reckon her weapon is? It's like a little machete kind of thing. It looks a bit bendy though. Um, so she kills that, and of course she's got a white top on. So yeah, the yeah. blood stains are worse. Um, so she kills that zombie, and then. Job for Daz. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, so she's handing out the cookies that she made. Um, she hands some out to random Alexandria um, residents. Yep. Then she goes over to Tobin, hands them to him. She's kind of insistent. Well, not insistent, but uh, she like you know says just try them, just eat them, just put the thing in your mouth. Um, <laughs> just put them in your mouth, basically. Uh, they look okay, but you know they're made with different. Like, you know, they're not chocolate um, chip cookies, so they're not going to be as good, I guess. Um, do you think they look pink, though? Because he says they look pink, but I'm looking at them now, they do pink. look slightly pink. Uh, slightly, yeah, but not completely. Yeah. <laughs> they had more of a pinkish colour than a brownish one. Yeah. Yeah, um, so she hands them to him and they have a bit of chat. Then uh, if we go forward a bit... Uh, Rick and the group come back in their RV from their travels from the hilltop um, and Rick says he's calling a meeting in the church in um, I think he says in an hour um, yeah. and I think Carol says you know what's wrong uh, and he's like we're gonna have to fight for it um, meaning that he's going to have to fight Negan and the saviors yeah. um, in order to get this deal done with the hilltop um, so what do you guys make of this? 
drive straight there and start shooting they like Rick came back discussed it with the people at the hilltop um, at Alexandra and uh, you know discussed it with everyone in the church um, we'll get to the thing with Morgan but Morgan doesn't quite agree but we'll get to that in a moment um, and then um, we then go back to Carol she's having a conversation with Morgan um, and Carol seems to like be like she wants to forget what happened almost in uh, that little prison cell bit thing um, that's in Alexandra uh, where they held the wolf she basically says to Morgan you know I, w I want to forget everything that happened um, and move on um, I think it's interesting that she's chosen that group uh, given that he like body slammed her on the floor yeah it's like yeah um, so what do you guys think that she's like trying to push this aside this like issue it's quite a big I think, issue. I think she's just trying to move on, I suppose, you know, just trying yeah, to handle yeah. it her own way. I think that maybe because at this point in the episode, um, she's uh, obviously found out about Sam's death because she, yeah. um, well, everyone would have, but uh, she's putting cookies on his uh, grave, which we'll get to yeah. in a second. Um, so maybe she just feels sad and she just wants to, you know, have make some peace amends. for a little while. Sorry, what'd you say? No, I was just saying make amends kind of thing. Yeah, just have some peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of just relax things a bit because oh, they have this uh, you know, intense meeting with the Hilltop and all that going on. Uh, so there's a lot going on and she wants to... I think she'll come back to it later. We'll deal with it later. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know about you guys, but when she put the cookie in Sam's grave, or like you see it, I did expect a wee zombie hand to come out and grab it. Do you know that? <laughs> Just for a split second, you see a wee hand going, cheers. <laughs> so. mm, that would have been a bit weird, I think. Um, kind of funny, but uh, a bit weird. Um, did he get, like, entirely eaten? Probably. Yeah. Um, him, Jesse, and uh, Ron, I think they were fully eaten. Um, then we get our cool little intro credits. Just before that, we, see, we do see the cookie on Sam's grave. Um, she's obviously sad about it. Because uh, she was, you know, she gave him cookies. So, uh, <clears throat> and it's also maybe ties into, you know, Lizzie, Mika, and Sophia, because uh, she tried to, like, take care of them. Um, obviously, Sophia was her actual daughter, uh, but Lizzie and Mika, like, she tried to take care of them. She kind of tried to take care of Sam, and the child has died again. So, uh, yeah, quite sad for Carol, I think. Um, Not being funny, right, but she'd make a rubbish nanny. Don't you think? And I know that sounds like really bad, but every kid that she's pretty much looked after, apart from Judith, has died. Yeah. I would be thinking twice before I leave my kids here. Yeah. 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 She's a badass, but uh, yeah, she's oh, just um, she's just not had the luck with children, um, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Know, it's kind of sad. <laughs> what did you say? Sorry, Ash. I was oh. saying you shouldn't laugh or no, but it was just what he said that she's not had much luck with children. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so we then go to the scene after the credit, the credits after the intro, um, where Rick's giving his speech. I think thought it was a great speech, and he says, you know, uh, has anyone got any objections? Morgan then has to speak up, and he says, why don't we talk to these people? Uh, 
why don't we uh, go up to them, talk to them, and try and arrange something? We know that ain't a great idea, is it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's again Rick and Morgan's philosophies and ways of thinking uh, clashing again. Uh, I thought it was quite exciting. What do you guys think? I agree with that. I mean, to me, Morgan kind of wants to not fight, but at the moment, the world's not really ready for that. Yeah, because the world's still too the crazy. Who, you know, their bloodshed. I mean, I don't know if most of myself, but when like Jesus was talking about when they visited the hilltop, they kind of tried to reason, but they just still demanded, and then they killed a, a teenage boy. Right yeah. in front of them, so yeah. you can't reason with these people. No. Um, but then then again Morgan has the all life is precious all yeah. life is precious, sorry, vision. Uh so yeah. Um and then Aaron stands up after and he's like, No, I agree with Rick basically. Yeah. Uh what do you think of this, Ash? Yeah, I thought it was a really powerful scene. Like, I, I actually sympathise yeah. with uh, Morgan. Like, you see all these people yeah. who are really hating on Morgan because he's like all pessimistic and doesn't mm. want to fight and everything. <clears throat> it's almost like him and uh, Father Gabriel are like swapping roles. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. he's becoming like the one that's not scared to fight but doesn't want to. And then like we see Father Gabriel kind of stepping up in this episode. So I think they're maybe swapping roles almost. Uh, which is interesting. Um, so if we go on to our next scene, which is um, this scene isn't going to end. We see yes, Carol's writing stuff in this book. I didn't quite understand it, even on my second watch. I didn't quite get it. Um, it's got. She's just about to open it in the scene that I'm watching. Uh, it's got. Do you think that's the people that have died that they know and from each place, so like they've gone in? So. Cause well, I think so. Because I picture of it um, at the moment. Uh, yeah. It's got Terminus um, Courtyard, then yeah. it's got like the number three question mark. Yeah. It's got, um, I think it's got L plus L. Which yeah, it's is got R, K, oh, R, and then the row, next row down has got K and D, uh, and then the next one is L. And then the next one down is terminus slash courtyard three question mark. Then the next one down is Candlewoman four. So I'm thinking R is I'm not sure who R is, but I think K and D is Karen and David. L is maybe Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie. And then Terminus Courtyard, she thinks she killed roughly three people, um, when she went in all Rambo, uh start of season five. Yeah. And then Candlewoman, I'm not sure what Candlewoman four is. Uh, uh Candlewoman was the woman that she shot who was Gareth's mother, but yeah. I'm trying to figure oh, out yeah. if it's kills, there must have been three other people around or near that area. I'm guessing. And Candlewoman yeah. was just the only thing that she could think to uh, that I need to. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then she writes WS7. No idea what that is. I think R was actually uh, Lizzie's dad, if you remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Um, but I think, I don't know if this is people that are turning because someone put him down um, and then she writes 18 and has a circle around it yeah. uh, 18 total if it's got a circle around it that's what I was thinking you know when I see that mm. um, so very interesting she's keeping count kind of I uh, wonder if it's like weighing on her mind she looks kind of stressed yeah. 
so we'll see how that maybe plays out. Um, <coughs> unfortunately with this next scene, it's got uh, Glenn and Maggie in it. I couldn't really hear much of it. I don't know if you guys could. It's kind of a bit mumbled. A little bit. Kind of half and half, I promise. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm finding these, I don't know, whether it's the microphones or the actors, sometimes I can't hear them properly. Um, with that scene, I couldn't. So unfortunately, I don't really know what to say there. Um, did you guys hear anything from it? No, I can't really remember the scene too much. No, it, it's very quick. It's like 10, 15 seconds. Um, we then get a slightly bigger scene with Carol going back to Tobin. Um, they have a nice chat and end up kissing. What do you guys think of that? I kind of was a wee bit mm. shocked, but I kind of saw it coming because... The way, it, the, the way it was building up to it, yeah, could yeah. kind of, mm, in that little scene. Um, I mean, a lot of people were saying that Garo and Caro would get together, but I didn't really see that sort of relationship. I saw the mother-son type thing yeah. with him too, so, but you know. I mean, with me, I saw I saw it happen with Daryl and Caro, like, uh, in season yeah. two, then part yeah. of season three, but then after that it sort of died down, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, I can't see it in, like, going out now it's like they're more like um, friends yeah friends sticking together like mother as you were saying like a mother-son relationship now mm. yeah yeah um they don't have like a full-on kiss it's just kind of a little thing and then that's basically it um maybe they're just kind of seeking comfort in each other i don't know if it'll go any further um he might be dead next episode so we don't know i'll <laughs> um, be dead you know mm. she likes him he's i think we definitely <laughs> do someone to die um, so, whether it's someone major or someone small, I think we do someone to die. So, uh, he could be next. Well, we don't know. So, yeah, he, he's one of the definitely one of the smaller characters we haven't seen much of that could die. So, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um, if you notice in the scene, they're both wearing white tops. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Uh... <laughs> Next scene is quite a, not rough, but quite a shocking one. Um, it's between Abraham and Rosita. And uh, oh, yeah. he's like preparing to leave. Um, she's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm leaving. I've kind of had enough. Um, yeah. And then uh, he's sort of like, I know when I met you, I said to you, you're the only one, last woman uh, left on earth. But now I know that you're not kind of thing. That's like really, that's a kick in the teeth. That's a, a bitch slap tomorrow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> you're not so. See you later. It's like it's like it's like the alternative plea show. It's not you. It's me. You're not the last one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's quite harsh. Um, but he's going through some stuff as we saw last episode. Uh, so she gets quite upset. Obviously, you would. Anyone would in that in that situation. Um, or maybe he's thinking of Sasha in this situation. Um, I think he is, yeah, because you, you see it when like, he keeps thinking about her and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that clip where he keeps picturing her. But yeah, unfortunate for Rosita. Um, we'll see what happens to those characters. Um, I will just quickly say though, sure, right, I yeah. read a comment and it basically said, is Abraham the last ginger on off? He may well be. You <laughs> <laughs> have not seen another ginger. No, you know, and I don't mean to be offensive to any Red Hill fans that might, you know, listen or yeah, anything. Yeah. I'm just seriously, I read that and I, I was like, geez, oh, who? I don't know if we that? have come across another ginger character in this show. Whether it's been someone really, really small role, I don't know if we have. 
so yeah, you might be right. Um, and then uh, <laughs> he's trying not to laugh. You see that he's gobbling like No, I'm almost laughing at this next scene. Uh, <laughs> Abraham walks out the room. Eugene is standing there with one of Carol's cookies, and uh, oh yeah, he's talking about like <laughs> the, <laughs> it's like the classic look of this good cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it says on his top, Virginia is for love. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I just love what he said, but I think at that scene, it was like a powerful scene, because Rosita realised that the only person she's really got now is Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she proceeds to slam the door in his face, um, obviously out of, you know, anger, stress, you know, all that stuff. Um... So we go to the next scene, and I can't remember the guy's name, I think his name's Eddie. He starts drawing out um, what he thinks the saviour's little camp looks like. Um, Rick is talking to him, um, and then he says, you know, the guys, these guys took spears down this way. We didn't see them come back with them, so that might be the armoury. They're kind of trying to, like, guess and figure out the area, um, and, you know, to figure out where to go, where it's best to go, and kind of strategize and learn the situation. Um, what do you guys think of this? Well, do you want to start, Ash? Or? Ash can yeah, go I, thought, I thought it was a yeah. really good like scene. Like, I liked how he described like his first visit and his last visit there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was really good, like how um, when he drew them out, he was like explaining, like, well, I saw them take guns this way, but then yeah. when they came back, they didn't have the guns again, so they could be like this. Um, yeah, infirmary uh, or whatever the uh, armory, sorry, uh, down this way. Mm. Yeah, he's lucky to have gone in there twice and still be alive. Because <laughs> uh, he's not, because he's a member of the hilltop. So uh, yeah, they may have killed him, but yeah, he's lucky to be alive. Um, what was you going to say, Stefan? No, I was just going to say I thought he was really descriptive. I mean, seeing as he'd only been really been there like once, maybe yeah. you know, twice at pushing it. Mm. Kind of thing. I thought it was good how he memorised it all. I mean, if it had been me, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even remember the building. I'd be like, oh, it's got dishes in it, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah. And I like how they've done it. Like, normally, you kind of tell from Rick's plan, so they'll have an idea, whereas this was, like, put a lot of detail in. You kind of get a feeling that Rick knew that this was something more dangerous than what they've done before. Yeah. What yeah, I, mean. I think he's, yeah. I think he's, they're still confident, but they're like skeptical. Yeah, just that extra bit careful. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, like from the last episode where we saw um, uh, Ethan get killed by Rick when they was at that whole fight, I had like this theory that Crystal would run and alert them, and yeah. hope that there was like some sort of bargaining there. Yeah. No, I kind of thought that as well, to be honest. So. Yeah. Interesting uh, <laughs> scenes. So, um, so if we go to yeah, and at the end he puts uh, someone slams a piece of paper on top. So that's obviously like yeah. the next next phase or something. Yep. Um, the next scene we go to is quite a quite a good one between Tara and Denise, and they're talking oh, about yeah. um, where they're going, stuff like that. And uh, Tara is talking about this two on two-week run with Heath, which they do go on, I think, at the end of the episode, because they both leave in that little RV, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, she kind of 
almost spurts out I love you. Doesn't really say it sort of yeah. clearly. Just sort yeah. of mixed in with the sentence. Um yeah, so and then she's yeah, like you. she's yeah, like, so You don't have to yeah. say it back. Um yeah. and then she says, I will, but I'll say it when you get back. Um see, see I thought that was quite cool to be honest. I'll yeah. say it yeah. you get back, you know. <laughs> mm, when when you get back, I'll say it. Um is she gonna make I'll it back guys? It. Ash, is she going to make it back? Um, I think she's got more of a chance than yeah. um, maybe Carol or Maggie have. Yeah, because mm, they haven't been captured. <laughs> um, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, maybe she'll make it back, she'll say it, and then she'll die. we we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. But it's very interesting. I, I like the way this scene's done, and I, I like these two as a couple. I think it works well. Um, I, yeah, feel, I feel they've built up well to it, um, <clears throat> and it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, so if we go to our next scene, um, it's them continuing to talk about their plans. Yeah. Uh, the guy says again about the, um, I think he said the spears, I think they went into that room, they didn't come back the other way, so the armory may be there, so yeah. I guess that's where the armory is. Um, and then we get a interesting conversation between Gabriel and Rick. Um, and then Rick says to him, "Why are you still wearing that?" I'm, assu I'm assuming he's referring to his like white collar thingy that he's yeah. got. Um, and he's like, "I'm still the same person," um, which he, he is. Like, probably still runs the church and stuff like that. He probably still obviously prays to God um, yeah. and does what he does. Uh, and Rick says something, else. I can't remember what you said to him after that, but I, I quite like this scene, what do you guys think? No, I thought it was a good scene, I mean, he's kind of just showing that, you know, I've got you back now, and you won't run off, and I think Rick is respecting him more. Yeah, yeah. Especially when he looked after Judith, you know. Oh yeah, I that's like a massive trust yeah. earner for, uh, for Rick, if you take care of his daughter. Um, yeah. What do you think, Ash? Yeah, I was going to say, it was a a good scene, um, as you've already mentioned, like about the trusting and mm. how he's uh, just making sure that Rick understands that if anything does happen, that he's got his back. Yeah. Yeah, like, because before um, all the No Way Out stuff in episode 9, a lot of people were like ready for his character to be killed off. He still could, and I don't know if people would still care as much. Um, but he's definitely turned around and. Uh, Changed well as a character, um, and he's stepping up, which is nice. Uh, almost the same for Eugene, but I feel far for Gabriel was like going a step further. Yeah. Um, plus, because he's going out on runs and stuff, uh, and Eugene has to kind of stay back. Um, <clears throat> uh, then we get it's almost in the same scene. Carol, uh, Carol, and Rosita are talking about what happened with Morgan because obviously Tara, um, Rosita was there. Uh, and then Rosita's sort of like, you know, we have to tell people what he did. Carol's still saying, like, we have to let it go. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think? That uh, Rosita's pretty insistent. Uh, like, she's more insistent than what Morgan was. Morgan was yeah. sort of like, aren't you still angry? Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, Carol's still like, you know, just let it go. What do you guys think uh, about this? I think maybe to... Kind of 
lessen the mistrust in the group and the friction in the group because at some point, you know, there was quite a lot of friction. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when they were trying to kind of gel together with the people of Alexandria, it was tough times. So if this was to be found out, I think it would make it a bit more difficult. And I think that's why Carol's just trying to say, look, just let it go. It's over, it's done, you know. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably, I imagine, maybe they'll have a talk, like Carol and Morgan, about their different like ways of life because she's sort of, you know, um, how would you put it? You sort of have to kill every, um, anyone that's like a danger. Uh, yeah, and Morgan's got like the opposite approach, you know, the all life is precious thing. Um, Everyone can change. Yeah, so I imagine we still got four, ep- four episodes for the season, so I imagine it could play out at any point in those. Um, yeah. We'll have to wait and see, maybe it still puts someone in danger. I'm thinking that Morgan's still maybe in danger from his own decisions, yeah. from, from these kind of decisions. Um, what do you think, Nash? Yeah, um, I'm personally hoping that Morgan does stay in because, I mean, he has got a really interesting uh, personality. Who I'd like to yeah. see a bit more of, and I'd like to see him like, develop him a bit more. No, yeah. uh, because he has developed, but we haven't been able to watch him develop really yeah. first hand. We've just seen like, oh well, before he was this crazy lunatic shooting up the town uh, to now being like Master Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it plays out. It's very interesting. Um, Next bit we get to is between Glenn and Heath, um, and they're kind of discussing how neither of them have killed um, a human. I mean, they don't don't have Morgan's way of life, but they've just never like been in that situation where they've had to kill someone to get out of the situation. I mean, Glenn almost had to do it with Nicholas because even after Nicholas killed himself. He still got Glenn in trouble, um, yeah. as we of course saw earlier in the season. Um, he says as well that he's not killed before either. Um, <clears throat> what, do you, what do you guys think of this? I thought it was very interesting to see two people that have uh, not killed but don't have Morgan's way of thinking again, and they're sort of you know discussing wow. that with each other. I found it very touching, to be honest, because yeah, even though yeah, they've killed nice. like you know a thousand zombies. The fact that taking another human's life, you know, and they found it so difficult, still shows that, you know, they've still got the personalities that they've not changed. They've still got morales and stuff, you know. Yeah, and I still, think that's good that they haven't the lost humanity. everything. Yeah. You know, and it just it just showed that even though all the crap that's happened to them, they've still got the humanity. They've still got morals. They've still got a conscience. You know. Yeah. So, what do you think, Ash? Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, really nice. I was quite surprised because I hadn't realised that Glenn hadn't killed anyone because you see just so many like deaths in the <laughs> TV yeah. show. You start zoning out like with Wood Breeze uh, residents shooting up the prison. You just forget that he didn't actually. He was ill at that point when they came to attack the prison. Yeah, and uh, I, it just like escaped me that he hadn't actually killed someone. And I thought it was like a really touching scene yeah. where you saw how gla- how gla- like how bad it made Glenn feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like how, the whole not sleeping at night and stuff like that. Yeah. that yeah, and how um, he was willing to take that pain like a, 
that guilt and everything away from Heath, so he didn't have yeah. to feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remembered Glenn hadn't killed. I wasn't sure about Heath, um, but now we know. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Uh, if we go to our next scene, um, where is it? Where is it? Uh, it's Rick saying, you know, we're going to go and attack attack your saviors at midnight um, which is obviously a great time because everyone's asleep um, although what was it he said something about dawn and that they'll be too tired by then they'll be at yeah, more tired the guards he said that if we you know strike at dawn the guards will be too tired I think mm. so they'll be easier basically yeah. I'm just and it definitely was yep Um, what about say about it though is I didn't like the strategy it was like you know very commando type yeah, it's not just really a well. case of running yeah. in and start shooting up the place you know what I mean yeah you know. um, what do you think Ash yeah it was very organised I was like it, it felt like a very oil machine like it was just running yeah. so smoothly yeah um we then go to Carol and Rick, and Carol is like concerned for uh, Maggie. She's like coming along, and she's uh, you know pregnant. Um, yeah. Would you say it's more of she's concerned or like insistent that Maggie shouldn't be there, or just more like a worry because of um, like the motherly troubles that she said, and because she wants Maggie to you know get off on the right start and. Yeah. Have a successful is mothership the word <laughs> I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> have a successful time as a mother. So I, I, think, I, I think they're tying really well to each other. Yeah, I think with Carol, I think she's just like thinking about what happened with Laurie, and she wants Maggie to avoid like any stresses, and uh, wants Maggie to be comfortable. Yeah, and like out of danger because like, obviously with Laurie dying and Judith growing up without a mother, I think Carol sort of thinking about that, because we saw in season one that Carol was very, like, protective over Judith, sort of thing, like, looking yeah. through the uh, monitor, keeping an eye on her. Mm. So she, I she, think that Carol's just, like, looking out for Maggie and the baby. Yeah, she's very much the, like, motherly figure of the group, making cookies for people, looking out for Daryl, uh, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it ties in well to Maggie's uh, pregnancy. Um, so then we move on to a scene I found a little bit funny, almost. Um, <clears throat> Rick is looking at the heads that they've chosen to, quote, give them Gregory's head. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Rick, I think Rick picks one of them. Let me just watch a little further. Uh, Rick picks one of them and says, uh, I think this one, and then Jesus says, uh, I think he says something like his nose is a bit different, and then Rick punches the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just punches like the face. Nose is all wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> mm, punches it twice, puts it down, and he's like, there we go. Um, mm, I do like the way they're continuously sneaking humour into the show. Um, yeah. They did it a few times with this thing with uh, you know, Jesus and Carl when. Um, he said to Carl, "Wait for mum and dad to come out," and then we had some funny scenes there. I think they're doing it more and more with the show. I think it works very well. 
I'm guessing you heard about the fact that Johnny Depp has molded one of the heads. Is he? Yeah. Ah, the, okay. the very, very right one. That's Johnny Depp. Ah, let me rewind slightly. Oh, yeah, I never noticed that. I'll have to watch that again. Let yeah, the, the, I think it's the last head on the right is Johnny Depp's. I can so, only see three. Because it was all over. Uh, quite a few people were talking about it, saying that Johnny Depp went his, like, his face and head for the part. So. Okay. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, interesting. Very sneaky cameo. Uh, um, yeah, interesting. Um, so if we move on to our next scene, is when they actually drive up to Saviour's little camp, or the guy called... What did I say his name was? Uh, I had a look and it's Andy. Andy, Andy. yeah. Um, he drives yeah, up to the Saviour's camp and they like order him to get out of the car. They're very like strong and insistent <coughs> kind of thing. Um, he then meets with the two guys um, just in front of the door. Has, quote, Gregory's head in the bag. We all, of course, we know it's not Gregory's head. Yeah. Um, and then... He's like, don't give me the bag, take the head out of the bag. Uh, they obviously go up to him with armed weapons. Um, and then, because he has like the broken left hand thing, he says yeah. about, you know, I, I had a struggle with him, I punched him, that's why his face look like, looks like that, and that's why my hand's broken. It's a good cover story. It's a good way to tie both injuries in. Like, you know, the struggle to get his head, of course. Um, and saying, you know, I punched him, that's why my hand is broken, that's why his face is a bit messed up. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys make of this, these scenes? Um, Stefan? Well, Quite funny, once, I, I didn't think it was an intense moment because you kind of were feeling panicked for him because you just seen it and you were thinking, are they going to find out? But then I thought, they're just two Egypts really, they're not going to notice one man's seed from another. But also will mention I liked how the fact whatever they did to the actual face to make it look, you know, more like Gregory in a certain way I thought was very good. If they actually did do anything or if it was just how the head was. But I just mm. thought it was a very good scene and a very intense scene, nerve wracking. Yeah, I mean they could have shot him, stabbed him, whatever, after he'd given the head. Um yeah. what do you think, Ash? Yeah, I had doubts about whether they'd buy it to begin with, but yeah. then when I sort of saw them and the humour that they both had, yeah. it made me laugh a bit, like when the guy uh, picked up the head and was just like moving its mouth, and yeah. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I was just in hysterics at that He point. made like a little, like, oh, kind of noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, the guy goes in with the head, uh, like takes the head into the building. And that all comes up behind the other guy and proceeds to slit his throat, push him on the floor and stab him in the head. Nicely done. Uh, and then they go in. Um, I thought that was awesome to see Daryl do that. He just suddenly comes up to him, slits his throat, he's on the floor, stabs his head, makes sure he doesn't turn, of course. Um, then, yeah, the others come up to them, hide the body. The guy stands there as if the guy's just, like, walked away. Um... Because they hide the body in the uh, thing. Um, guy then comes out 
with this other guy. I think it's the guy they're trying to get back or something. Um, and then yeah. Michonne stabs him through. I think it's Michonne because it's her sword. Uh, stabs yeah. him through the back. Uh, yeah. Quite cool. Quite so. nicely done. Uh, yeah. with their plan worked very well. I would agree with that. Yeah. Ash, cool plan. Yeah, I would agree as well. Yeah, and then uh, with the guy that they've stabbed, they like take him away. I wasn't sure what was really happening there. Um, they like don't fully kill him, and then they just. I know, it was, it, they did kill him. It was just to hide the bodies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in case anyone like drove or. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they then go in the building. Um, <coughs> uh, excuse me, with their sights up, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Then they, they're sort of slowly walking around. I really like this. I thought it was quite intense. These scenes. Um, yeah. From like the moment that the guy pulled up to like now, and like most of the rest of the episode, it was very intense. Yeah. Um, they sort of break off in pairs, kind of. Um, he yeah, goes yeah. with Glenn, yeah. Abraham, and Sasha. Interestingly, uh, so Rick goes in to kill the first guy, kills him. Yeah. Um, Daryl has a, has a shotgun with him. If you guys, uh, yeah, I've seen those. that. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't have his crossbow with him, because that got stolen. Um, yeah. Not quite the same gun. Wonder how he'll handle it. Uh, yeah. Although he hasn't had his crossbow for ten episodes now. Think so. Roughly. Um, so they proceed to clear the building, um, nice and quietly. The guys are all asleep. Uh, so they sort of just literally kill them in their sleeps as they're walking through. Let's get forward slightly. Um, <clears throat> we then have the scene with Glenn where he gets his first kill, big moment. Yeah, uh, very, very sad moment as well, I felt, because you almost felt like the last part of him was going through that. You know, he's done everything else just to survive, and now he's having to actually kill someone else for the first time. Was sad. Yeah. yeah. It was a really big moment. Um, what do you think, Ash? Yeah, I thought it was a... Uh, well, it was a really well uh, written scene. Um, they really did put the emotion into it, and yeah. uh, the, I just felt like it was a really tough thing for uh, Glenn to actually do. Yeah. Because mm. then, as soon as he sort of kneeled down next to him, it clicked back in my head that he hadn't killed anyone yet. And I thought, oh, this will be his first kill if he actually does do it. And then proceeded to, and. Uh, you could just see the look on his face, he's like really, he knows he has to do it, but, yeah, it's a big thing to, obviously, neither of us have done it, I don't think we have anyway, uh, got our first kills, I haven't, so, um, yeah, big deal for Glenn, and then he, uh, looks over to Heath, who's about to get his first kill, and kind of spares him of it. Yeah, which I thought was admirable for that. Yeah, very nice. Uh... And then he gets his second kill, so he gets his first two kills in a matter of seconds. Um, and then Glenn proceeds to see these drawings on the wall of people's heads bashed in. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Very interesting. Yeah, I found it very interesting as well, and just like, you know, a kind of trophy wall, I think, but. Hmm. 
I think it's a fan for Tamika. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for you to say something like that. I was thinking, is he gonna, is he gonna do it? Is he? And, <laughs> yeah, I just knew it, you know. So. Yeah, I was, I was like really like buzzing when I saw that. I was like, yes, Negan's coming. Negan's yeah. trophy wall. Like, yeah. They are definitely bringing Negan in now. They can't like hide away from this. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, I don't complain about violence, right, on the TV show. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear. But, like, that looks really violent. <laughs> like, yeah, with, you can see proper, like, in detail, these people's, like, brains are smashed out on the floor. Like, there's yeah. blood everywhere. <sighs> that looks painful. Like, obviously it is, but, uh... Like, I, think, I think it would be. It looks crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it just poked in, isn't it, really? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy. Uh, we then go on to a scene with Terra, Father Gabriel, and Jesus. And Terra is talking about how she said to uh, Denise earlier that. <coughs> excuse me. Um, that. You know, she told her she loved her, but it was to like almost cover up, but admitted that she does still actually love her. I thought that was very nice. Like it wasn't, she admitted that it wasn't a lie basically, but said that she used it as like an opportunity. Um, and then Jesus is like, you know what you're fighting for? I really like that. Um, yeah. What do, you, what do you guys think? Well, I would like to firstly say I, I feel like the luckiest person in the world to have Jesus and a priest in the same car, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, you're um, very uh, safe. Yeah, that's it. You know, you've got the God on your side. So, but I, I thought it was touching because even though what's happening inside and stuff, the fact that she can still talk and she can still open up and he's still listening and still doing his priest duties, I thought it was good. You know? Yeah. Um, what do you think, Ash? I was like, quite surprised with this thing, like, especially like. I was surprised at the um, piece that was in the car. Yeah. Like, I, I was genuinely thinking that as soon as uh, Father Gabriel and Jesus met, there'd be some sort of like turmoil between the two. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like, mean, we still haven't many, seen like, them to speak to. I'm going to say something now when he calls him Jesus. Yeah. And it was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Jesus has given us like this the idea of what we've got to do. Um, yeah. And then he was just like, Okay. I was yeah. just like, no, I'm gonna have some more interaction. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we still haven't seen just Jesus and Gabriel talking, so it'd be interesting when that happens, because yeah. Terra was in the scene as well. <coughs> so we still haven't uh, seen what that will be like. Yeah, you can imagine what people will be saying, Jesus and a priest talk. Yep. So. Terra's got some luck on her side, at the moment. <laughs> uh, this is The Walking Dead. It's not a comedy show. Uh, yeah. Not yet, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so we then go to Sasha and Abraham, and they're continuing their infiltrations. They're part of the job. Uh, Sasha proceeds to open a door, and uh, the door behind Abraham opens. Abraham doesn't quite react in time. He gets cut across the arm, although they do yeah. kill the guy. Uh, he raises the alarm, and then all hell kind of breaks loose. And then we get a bunch of scenes with everyone shooting. Um, 
and then Maggie and Carol have like have their scene together where she's sort of doing the motherly protective thing again. Um, yeah. You know, uh, kind of as she was before, but this is like directly to Maggie. Um, I really liked it a lot. Uh, what do you think, Ash? Stefan? Or Stefan first? I liked it a lot as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I liked it as well. Mm. I mean, the only thing I didn't exactly get was, you don't remember when uh, Carol tried to stop Maggie from going in, and I think Maggie says something like, what do you, you know, what do you want to make anything? And Carol says what she says. I wasn't too sure of what she meant by that. You know, where you've got to be like someone that you have to be or like to be or something like that. Or that you're supposed to be. I don't know if you remember that. Hmm. You know, I wasn't too sure exactly what she meant by that. You know, I think yeah. she was just like referring to the fact that, like, because she's pregnant now, she's got to be more responsible. Yeah. And not push him to danger. Yeah. You see, I thought that, but I wasn't too sure. I mean, I don't know if anyone else felt like that for hmm. like the split second, or if it was just, you know, me. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Ashes. Uh, basically, that. Yeah. Like. um for her not to go into danger and her being like the protective mother again, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, or protective yeah, motherly role, kind of thing. Uh, then we see Rick shooting a bunch of guys, pretty awesome. Although that was very loud on my TV at the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like all silently talking and then you just hear Rick like shooting yeah, his assault shooting rifle. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was quite loud. Um, we then get a bunch of little action scenes. Um, Aaron stabs this guy at the bottle and he says uh if it wasn't uh, what way around does he say it? if it wasn't you it would was us uh i found that very interesting almost like you know if i hadn't killed you you hadn't killed you would have killed me basically uh, oh, yeah. uh that's yeah. what i'm taking from that um I, I found that very interesting i quite like that a lot yeah um this guy's quite big as well so i thought that like because he stabs him in the chest, and this is quite a big guy, so I thought maybe he'd not kill Aaron, but like hit him back or something, um, yeah. like punch him or something. But uh, I know that, um, when I was watching Talking Dead, there that guy and the guy who sliced uh, Abraham were both makeup artists for Walking Dead. Oh, oh I don't know. Yeah, I don't uh, watch Talking Dead, so I never see anything they say. Um, uh, then Rick proceeds to shoot more people, and then Aaron almost gets shot, and then Rosita shoots this guy in the head, and you see like a blood splatter on the camera. I thought that was really awesome. Um, oh, I like that as well. I thought yeah. it was a good effect, though. Almost like breaking the fourth wall yeah. to say, like, there's a camera here, uh, kind of thing. Um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, yeah, just looks at lots of cool little action bits and pieces. Uh, Rick continues shooting people. Hopefully he rose at some point and doesn't have unlimited ammo. Because um, yeah. do you guys remember Herschel in season two when he had that shotgun and yeah. it was like unlimited <laughs> ammo? <coughs> Herschel's um, like a limited shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Cheat yeah. code or something. He just keeps firing away. Mm. Uh, and then some people try and run out, and Terra shoots one of them. Then uh, goes back to yeah, just more shooting stuff like that, and then. Um, Heath and Glenn can continue to shoot more people and add up their kill count, I guess you could say. Um, 
like their first night of kills, I guess. Uh, so just more shooting. I can't really break this down specifically because it's quite fast. And, uh, it's just people shooting other people, basically. Um, I, I just like the fact though that they did find the armory and there was a hell of a lot more than spears in it. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. you just start shooting away and they managed to wipe it like, I think it was four or five people in the one go, just firing through the door. Mm. Um, I thought these action sequences were excellent though. I, I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, walking yeah, down this Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have just some more shooting, and then Daryl was hitting someone with his gun. Glenn and Heath are still running. Then they close the door behind them and just shoot like through the door and try and get them. I was kind of nervous at that point because I thought maybe someone else from the group might have been on the other side. Yeah, and I kind of thought that they might well. have gotten thought, shot. You know, you just imagine it in the back of your head, oh crap, have they just killed one of their own, you know? Yeah, but yeah. That's what I, I don't know. To be, it was, yeah. no, it was, I was like, phew. Yeah. Were you thinking that, Ash? That might be one I'm of our guys? Not, I don't know why. Like, I noticed a lot of people were thinking that, but I just, at, at that point in time, like, everyone was sort of accounted for in various areas. Like, the only one who I thought possibly could have been shot was Rosita. We hadn't raised yeah. much of Rosita since like the uh, RV scene. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> and then they open the door. Jesus is there because he says, "I'm going to go in and like help them out." Yeah. Um, he looks badass in the scene. Like he has yeah, his. Uh, he has. I can't remember the name of the thing. He has it around his mouth. Shoots the guy in the head. Or the barrel clapper. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then. Like, they kind of see the horror on the floor, like, all these people that they've killed, although they're not quite good people, it's still, like, you know... Shocking. Yeah, quite shocking. For them, more specifically, because, you know, their history with not killing, uh, well, not being in a situation where they've had to kill. Uh, so Jesus takes the guy out, and he says something like, this is a new world. Yeah, um, I think it was like that, yeah. To, which it is, they're like, they've got the hilltop there now, they've got Alexandria, these saviors and Negan to deal with, so there's a lot going on in the new world. Um, we then get quite a cool scene with uh, Gabriel and he's walking towards this guy who's on the floor. Uh, he's got his sniper, he like says this, I'm guessing it's some kind of prayer or something from the Bible, and then. Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't mind him saying, he killed the guy, he got the job done, which was, I'd say, what matters, what counts. Uh, shoots the guy and says, Amen. Oh no, uh, some sermon. Yeah, pretty so, cool. I, yeah. I like the scene with Gabriel a lot. Um, so was it that he should have said, like, this is, I'm fighting for Jesus or something? This is the hand of God, huh? Mm, something like that, yeah, would have been cool. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he kills the guy. Says, "Amen." Uh, I liked it a lot. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's good. <coughs> then they come out. It is. I think it's a bit lo little bit later than dawn. Mm. Um, it's like probably nine a.m. at this point, maybe. Uh, they then they're kind of looking around. There's no one around. It's nice and peaceful-ish. Um, Heath gets in his vehicle uh, and says like, bye to Glenn. I think this is where Heath and Terra go on the two-week run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we know that's definitely happening. I'd like to see a bit of that, but not like a whole episode. 
I'd just like to see some of that happen. I yeah. think that would be very interesting. Um, maybe it's just like 10 minutes in an episode, but not like in whole sequence, like splice it up. That'd be alright. I'd be fine with that. Um, we then move to... Morgan is like making something. Yeah. He's, uh, someone said it might be a prison cell. What do you guys think of this? I did hear about that. I heard that it would be a prison cell for Negan. So rather than kill him, they capture him instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, what do you think, Ash? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a uh, prison cell. Yeah. I mean, I was looking around on the web to see what he was making. And, uh, I watched the scene quite a couple of times. And I could tell that he was, that what he was forging looked like bars and the door, like what he was put in. Mm. So, yeah, in uh, uh, in episode four when uh, yeah, uh, I remember what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he continues to make that. Uh. So we'll see who ends up in there. Maybe on some runs he'll capture people and put them in there instead of kill them. That could be yeah. an interesting thing to see. Uh, Glenn proceeds to say goodbye to Tara as she's going on a run. Um, we don't really hear much dialogue because there's an awesome song playing. Yep. Um, which of course I can't play because you know I'll get in trouble. Um, yep. Which is also why I have this recap muted because I'll get in trouble for that as well. Um, but we go back. Go. Uh, not Gabriel. Morgan has like not finished, but he's sort of taking a little break. Uh, we then see Heath and Tara drive off, so they're definitely on their little two-week run. Um, Morgan is then like getting upset. I guess he's because he's thinking of maybe the anarchy that's happening at the moment, and yeah. he's just not okay with it. Yeah. Mm. Um. So what do you guys make of all this? Um. Ash, what do you what do you think? <clears throat> I, I really enjoyed like the scenes leading up to the like for not like the final part. Mm. I mean, yeah. the way structured it like going from like. Morgan to Wickham and going back to Morgan, like switching like that. I thought it was really yeah. good. Very yep. clever piece of work. Yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, we then get to the final scene of the episode. Um, this guy is driving out on a bike, which uh, Daryl works out and realizes it's his. Um, yep. I think Rosita shoots him off the bike. Uh, she has a couple of shots, uh, takes him off the bike. Yeah. And. Uh, Daryl runs at him and floors at him. I absolutely loved just seeing him do that. I thought that was cool. He <laughs> just like cool. runs into him, <laughs> tackles him to the floor. Uh, I thought that was awesome. <coughs> um, and then he says like, you know, where'd you get the bike? And then Rick points the gun at the guy and says, you know, you might, you might as well just do it. You might as well just kill me, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Then we get a voice on the radio that says, uh, I think it just says, hey, prick. Yeah. Which is almost a play, play on yeah, his name, just, Rick, Brick, yeah. uh, which is interesting. Um, she's like, yeah, you the one with the uh, revolver? So she can obviously see quite close if she can work that out. <coughs> I think she said revolver, like Colt 40 something. Yeah. Yeah, a Colt Python. Python, that's it. Mm. So uh, she obviously has a good view with her binoculars yep. or whatever she has. Um, and then she says, I've got a Carol and a Maggie. I'm guessing you're going to want to talk about that. Yep. Uh, very big cliffhanger. Um, what do you guys think? I kind of 
to be honest with you, even just going back for a split second here when they were, you know, shooting their way through, I can't expect something like that to happen because, to me, and I should like this, I think Negan's not just a regular, you know, character. He's, I'd say he's as sharp as Rick or maybe even sharper, sharper sorry, to uh, a yeah. certain extent. So I kind of think that he might have had an idea that they might do that. Hmm. You know, and I think that I just kind of had a feeling, you know, that that wasn't the end of it. Obviously, that something like that was going to happen. So I kind of was half expecting it. So when it did, I thought, oh, it was right. That's cool. So yeah, it's good I, that I there was that. some some consequence for, for all of this. Yeah. What was you going to say, sorry, Ash? I was going to say I reckon that I agree with Stephen, but with the, um, the new gang, which is there, like watching Rick. Yeah. I, I do reckon it is like obviously Negan's because uh, it wouldn't make sense for them just to be there as well. Yeah. Uh, and it would be too much for the right if they had like three gangs. Well, they have got three gangs, but like having that extra gang as yeah. like a enemy, it would make sense. Um, mm. But I thought it was like a really good scene. Like I was really impressed like, with it. And yeah. um, I rec I want to see them like at, some of them at least survive to tell. Negan, like about what happened at the uh, like communications like outpost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I enjoyed this episode an awful lot. I'd give this like a solid nine point five. Um, yep. There was a few few bits and pieces that were a bit odd, like the uh, Carol and Tobin stuff was maybe a little bit odd. Um, <laughs> but overall, yeah, I'd give it a solid nine point five. Great action, great ca character development, especially with like Morgan and Gabriel. Um, great development for Rick, Maggie, basically, almost everyone basically. Uh, yeah. We didn't see Carl, but someone's got to watch Judith, so I'm guessing that's what he's doing. Um, <clears throat> and maybe with Enid or something, you know. Um, so, scores for the episode, guys? Uh, 9.5, I would say, if I'm honest, I completely agree there. Okay. Ash? I'm going to say a 10 Lucille bats out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully someone doesn't get batted well they won't need to get batted ten times could be dead by the time that happens <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, yeah so yeah thank you everyone for listening um, but thank yep, you thank to you. If David uh, David Elliott if you're listening to this uh, runner of Geek Town he made our um, song if you heard it at the start hopefully you did um, uh, cheers David yeah, thank you very much. He's also provided me with a song for my Xbox podcast, so thank you very much, David. Um, that's being used in that. Of course, that's what it's for. Um, so you can uh, check out everything we're doing. Look at the description for this episode to find our Twitters and blogs and things such as that. Um, you can always just email one of us, ask us something, you know, what we're doing, that kind of, that kind of thing. Uh, there's an email in the description, so you can email that if you have any questions, comments all that good stuff um, yeah so thank you very much thank you very much everyone for listening subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud depending on what you're using thank you very much for listening guys and we shall see you next week bye bye thank you bye bye bye